For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hey everybody, if you missed yesterday's episode, this is just a reminder of the technical difficulties that we had with my microphone. Uh, as we said yesterday, uh, Julie's microphone sounds great, and she had a lot of good content, so we hope you're blessed by it. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, we are speaking with uh, Julie Lowe, uh, who is at uh, CCEF, Christian Counseling and Educational uh, Foundation. Um, Julie, today's question uh, has to deal with depression. Um, I know I, I was reading Jean Twenge's uh, book, I, Jen, um, and some of the research that she brings up in that is is fairly alarming. I mean, she says that um, this generation of teenagers um, are four, the, the, the rates of depression are four times as high as uh, previous generations. And so research seems to point to a strong correlation between social media interaction and depression. And so the, the question is, why, why do you think social media seems to, to feed depression as well as what, what are some of these common factors you're seeing in your uh, counseling? Yeah, that is really sobering and fascinating. And actually in counseling, I'm seeing that to be true as well. So some things that come to mind immediately in, in my most recent experience is especially uh, teenage girls who are struggling with anxiety and depression. And the interesting thing is they're not linking, linking it to social media, but the more they talk and get into some of the things that they're discouraged or anxious or depressed about, the more you find out it is happening over social media. Um, you know, we with the coming technology age, cyberbullying, or rumor spreading, or stories, or just the mass spread of information in seconds time, and feeling like you're either left out of it, or feeling like you can't keep up with it, or I think with that as well comes this image that all these teens are trying to portray, and um, you know, if you don't have an Instagram account, you're missing out on, on half of what happens in a peer group, and the stories and the unfolding news and not being up to date with it. And I think it, it puts this huge pressure on young people to maintain it. Even, even if perhaps they were not that interested in some of the social media, they'll do it because it means losing contact with their peer group. It means not being cool. Um, I've had kids break down in tears over losing their cell phones, um, for a period of time and how their life feels like it's ending. Um, and that, that speaks volumes to uh, the level of connectedness they are feeling they're losing or feeling they're gaining from, from a piece of technology. So why depression? I think even in her article, she points to, to some of it that there, there's something fake about what kids think they're getting. So they're, they're looking for connectedness. But it does not deliver what it promises. It's a corrupted level of relationship uh, that I think doesn't satisfy. And along with that comes all kinds of comparison and judgment and a host of all their problems. Hmm. 
That's yeah, an, an excellent point. And I mean, so much you can tell. I mean, ultimately, as, as believers speaking of this, we know that they're longing for the gospel and they're longing for, you know, uh, true connection through Jesus Christ. And, and but going and looking for that somewhere else, we know that, that ultimately that cannot satisfy. Um, but as you're talking, and this even goes back to yesterday as we were talking, I hear that theme of, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. Um, and how do, how do you talk to a teenager about that and kind of connect those dots? And how are you kind of getting to their heart on that issue? And what are some, some counsel you give them as they think about just missing out? Yeah, I think it goes back to what are you really missing out on? Let's, let's break it down and get really practical. Where if you go back to um, this, this research, I think one of the things she points out is teens are going out less. They're staying indoors more. They actually are missing out on life. Life is passing them by while they sit um, glued to technology. So there's a fascinating, if, if you're really good at walking through it with a student, fascinating way of saying, you're saying you're missing out um, by not being on social media, but you're missing out on so much of life over here because you're glued to it. And what are you really missing out on? A picture, uh, the latest thing that was said, a joke, and trying to compare that to a better life. So I don't know if this translates over well, but C.S. Lewis has this quote I love where he talks about um, playing it with these mud pies, settling for mud pies when you were meant for a holiday at the sea. And that's what I think we need to do far better with young people. We need to point out how this, the social media is like playing in mud pies. And there's something far better over here. So the winsomeness as counselors, adults, or as parents is showing them a life that is far more exuberant and exciting and enjoyable um, when you're really truly living life and going out in the nature and active in the world and engaging face-to-face with people. That's far more life-giving than what they're settling for over here. So the weight is on us as adults to both hold them accountable to do that, but then drag them into those moments. I I joke with my kids, it's called forced family fun (laughs) and make them come along. And by the end of it, they're all enjoying themselves. Mm. But yeah, I have to get through 15 minutes of grumbling and complaining to get there. But to do that and see the fruit of it afterwards is is a good thing. Mm. Yeah, that's excellent to see that, you know, what they're, actually, you know, seeking is not going to fulfill them. And uh, like you said, they're, they're just building mud pies um, and kind of uh, thinking of some parents listening to this um, and even some youth workers, you know, trying to convince their teen. And I know what you said, the forced family fun. Um, uh, what is some, some advice you would give to, to parents when they do get the pushback from the teens and, um, you know, who, who say, okay, yeah, mom, dad, that sounds great. I hear what you're saying. But all of my friends are still on these devices and I still want to be on it because I know I'm going to miss out. What are, what are some, what's some advice and counsel you give there? Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Um, it's a simple one, but I also, the spirit in which I do it towards my kids matters. So I do have compassion when my kids feel like they have got the world's strictest parent and weirdest parent and no other parent makes their kid do X, Y, and Z. I know other parents says no technology on school nights. What is, you're so weird. My parents can't believe you're not giving me a cell phone yet. Heard it all, been there, done that. And sometimes it stings a little. Sometimes I think, man, I don't want to be known as that kind of parent. And I've got to settle back and go, but what is good and right and wholesome and healthy for my kids? And am I being legalistic? Am I being too strict? Or am I really trying to guard their lives and teach stewardship, which I think is a good principle with technology, stewardship. 
Um, so I, I would be wrong to say that as a parent, you don't wrestle with those things. And I actually think it's good because what it demonstrates is compassion. And so what I do give my kids is I'm really sorry. I know that is really hard. And I hope you guys know we love you. We want the best for you. I'm sure it stinks having parents like us. And sometimes I've been laughing about it. Um, because what they see is I'm, I'm not unfeeling that I understand what life's like living in a pure culture like they are and being different. So I want, I want to say to adults and parents, please demonstrate compassion that, that you you hear their pain, you hear how they struggle with being different. Um, but then the second is I want to show them something more delightful. And so I better work hard to do that. I better be willing to get them out and make their experiences fun and enjoyable versus saying you can't be on technology, but I'm just making I'm locked in the house and read a book or what <laughs> watch TV. Um, and that, that's sometimes a better alternative to a lot of parents. So, you know, demonstrate life, be willing to drag them out and have them grumpy and angry at you. And a lot of times I will go the route of trying to make them laugh or joke with them and, um, just showing that I'm, I'm not out to torture them. I'm out to love them well. And that, that goes a far way, even a far distance in their lives, even if they're not telling you that. Yeah, that's, that's some excellent advice. I mean, just like you said, to have compassion, <clears throat> to sympathize with them and say, look, I, I know it feels like all of your parents or all of your friends are on these devices and you will you know, miss out on some things, but we need to be, you know, together as a family and emphasizing that importance, but emphasizing how you understand and know that it's hard. And, um, I, I agree. I think that just, that, that goes a long way, but they hear a heart of, of love, um, that sincerely yeah. is trying to, to, you know, raise their children in the midst of this. I mean, this is still a fairly new issue, uh, that so many parents are, are having to figure out and obviously <clears throat> new apps and, uh, things are coming out each and every day that we have to try to figure out how to how to steward mm -hmm. them well. So um, that's some good advice. Anything else you want to add to that as we close out? No, I think you made a great point that our kids are outsmarting us every day too. And the technology out there that's created for them to outsmart us just puts all kinds of temptations. So I, I guess the last thing I'd say to that is just the, the importance of parents wanting to keep up with what their kids are doing as well. Mm, that's good. And so tomorrow we're going to look at some helpful technology practices that you've implemented in your household. So that's a good, uh, a good segue. So thanks again, Julie. Sure. My pleasure. <laughs>